listening to another hope-filled message from Life. For more information about our church, visit lifeau.org. Are we having a good morning this morning? Having fun so far? Any ladies get their lashes done? Or has anyone had their makeup done yet? No? A few ladies? Well, I encourage you to do that. Um, take advantage of it. Venner and Haley are amazing. Um, they're here to bless you, so take advantage of it. But I love what Pastor Nadia and Glenda just shared. That was so profound. And Glenda, we honour you again and your mum. And I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful for people and even women in my life who have gone before to pave the way for things that I have today. And I'm excited because my mum's actually here this morning. My mum, clap. My mum's the best. But I'm excited to keep uh, building on this whole theme of thankfulness and I believe God's put a word in my heart that's going to encourage us all no matter where we're at. Um, If you feel like you're good in the area of thankfulness or you can improve, I know this will encourage you. But I want to start off with this story and around that whole saying of, have you ever, uh, have you heard the saying, you don't know what you have until it's gone? And I know we probably all have, and we all say this, and for me, this became very real about two and a half years ago. And for those of you who know me, you know that I got married and I moved out of the house where I lived with my, par- my two parents and my sister, who's also here today. She's single. Hello. Um, <laughs> I had to embarrass you. I love you. Um, but I moved out of that house where I lived for over two decades, and uh, I moved out into my own home with my amazing husband, Daniel, and I was excited. I was, to be honest, I was mentally prepared to move out. I, I was sort of ready. Of course, I was a little bit scared, but mostly I felt good about the fact that I was going to be creating my new, my new life and moving forward and whatnot. But what I uh, sort of wasn't prepared for, I guess, to an extent, was the fact that with my husband working full-time and me studying, I was going to be the one really carrying most of the household load. Can any women relate to me out there? So I would be, you know, cooking, cleaning, whatever, it's fine. I I enjoy that. You go out, you do your thing. But what I wasn't prepared for and what everyone failed to tell me was that after about two weeks, I'd run out of ideas of what to cook for dinner. And about after a hundred times of asking my beloved husband to put his clothes in the washing basket, not just beside the washing basket, he'd still do it. And there would be just dust on every single surface of my house. I'm like, where are you coming from? This is just ridiculous. And no one told me that. And suddenly being on my own was not as glamorous as I had once pictured. But about a week ago, I was at my parents' house for dinner and my mum had cooked lasagna. It was absolutely my favourite. There was this amazing spread of food on the table. And my sister was just sitting there reading across from me and we were eating dinner. And I sort of just yelled at her in this moment, just don't take any of this for granted. And she just looked at me like, what on earth has gotten into you? She can testify. And I was like, just don't take this for granted. The food and mum and, you know, because once it's gone, you suddenly realise what a gift it is. And when I was at home, I remember I would always complain about my mum's cooking. It wasn't salty enough. It was too carby. wasn't creative enough. But suddenly, when I didn't have that anymore, I was like, oh my gosh, I, my mum was a superwoman and I honestly missed having her around. And um, I think for many of us in the world today, we can live very discon- uh, in a lot of discontentment and dissatisfaction because of the way that we see our lives. So often all we see is lack, whether it's in ourselves or others around us, even in our circumstances. And we've created unrealistic expectations because we've been conditioned to uh, hope for a certain ideal in life. It's once I get that job or once I get married, once I have that house, oh, then I'll be happy. Then my life will be full. But really all we're doing in that journey is throwing away our joy. We're throwing away our peace. 
And we're not living in the abundance and the fulfilment of life that God has promised us in His Word. See, I believe that true fulfilment in life begins with gratitude. And there's an amazing quote by a gentleman called Henry Allen Ironside. And he says that thanksgiving is the enemy of discontentment and dissatisfaction. And I love that. I think that's so true. But I want to take a moment and if you've got your iPhone or your Bible, just turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16. It'll be on the screen if you don't have it. But it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I love that. It's the Apostle Paul writing to a certain uh, people in Greece at the time. And what I love is that after rejoicing and celebrating and praying a conversation with God, Paul says that thanksgiving with everything will align us for the life that God wants us to live. And I want to encourage us that God didn't create us to be dissatisfied in life. He didn't call us to live a mediocre life. He wants us to have an abundant, full life where we're enjoying every moment. Because the truth is, how many of us know it's easy to thank God when everything's going awesome, when my life's good? It's so easy to thank Him and be all good with it. But the Bible says that we should be thankful in everything For many of us, we think, well, how can I be thankful for the bad? How can I, you know, especially around a day like Mother's Day, how can I be thankful today if maybe I haven't seen what I've hoped to see on a day like today? But I want to encourage us that if we have to remember that we serve a good God, He does not cause our suffering, but He'll carry it through us if we let Him. And gratitude is actually an amazing antidote for suffering if we will choose to yield to it in the process. So... I just want to take the next few moments to look at what will happen if we practice gratitude in all things and what it will do to lead us in a life of fulfillment. I've just got two points. The first is that God is elevated to his rightful place in our lives. And I know for me, many of you know me, I've recently just started a new job. I'm working for a sales company. So I'm actually a a telemarketer and everyone just winced their noses up at me. I'm sorry, but I have to work. Next time you get a call from a telemarketer, bear in mind, we are people, we have feelings. Please be nice. (laughs) So good, honestly, please. But honestly, this job has been the most challenging thing I've ever had to do in my life. It pushes me so far out of my comfort zone in so many areas. And 99% of the time that I'm there, I'm getting rejected by people. So it's really, honestly, it's very hard to stay motivated and, you know, do your job well. And very quickly, that's exactly what happened. I begin to lose motivation. I really struggled and I got to the point where I was like, I don't, I don't even know if I can do this. I think I just want to quit, find something else. But it was in that moment that God reminded me, this was exactly what I prayed for at the beginning of the year. I said, God, I want a job that's going to pay me well enough to pay for my mortgage, convenient hours, convenient location. And suddenly I'd realised that I'd begun to see my job as a curse rather than a blessing that God had given to me in an area that he actually wanted to grow me and stretch me in new ways. So when I began to thank God for the job that I have, even when I really did not feel like it, I assure you it's most mornings, even for my bosses, for the people I worked in, even the fact that I even had a job, when I started to be thankful for that, my eyes were lifted off myself and I began to see beyond just my current circumstance and understand that God was actually wanting to do something so much greater in my life through this and actually use me for the people that I'm working with and around and, and, and change something in that, in that environment. But I had to learn this the hard way and it was only until I would see things from God's perspective would I experience true fulfilment in my life. And that's regardless of whether I've had a good day or a bad day, when I'm thankful to God and I know that He's in control and He's given me this gift of a job, even if I don't see it that way, then I can truly walk away knowing that I'm fulfilled. And 
I just thought, you know, for me, I only work 20 hours a week, which really isn't much, but I study as well. And I was just thinking about the thought that, you know, if we're working 40 hours a week, if for most of that time we're unhappy in our work because all we're seeing is, uh, you know, uh, mistakes or maybe our manager's not nice to us or, or, you know, all we're seeing is the negative. What a waste of a gift of time and life that's God given us. It's 40 hours of our week that we're, you know, missing what potentially God's wanting to do. So, Again, I, I think that practicing gratitude in all things, we keep our dependency on God constant and we remember that he's in control. He knows what's going on, even if we're like, what is going on? Why am I here, God? But the second thing is that life becomes wonderful, wonderful, not bearable. And I love this one. Um, you know, the more that we're thankful for, the less that we have to complain about. And I love this example. It's that commercial that came out a few years ago called First World Problems. I'm sure many of us remember it, but if you don't remember it or you haven't seen it, essentially what it is is uh, uh, various people from a third world country reciting the complaints of first world people like ourselves. So uh, there are, there's a, it starts with a small young girl, a uh, small African girl, and she says, I hate when my, I leave my clothes in the washing machine too long that they start to smell as there are four or five children washing their clothes in a muddy river just behind her. And then the second one is uh, an older gentleman and he says, he's standing in front of a, a tin shack, which would be his house, and he's saying, I hate when my house is so big that I need to get two wireless routers instead of, instead of one. And then you see, he goes to this little, um, you know, quite gaunt looking um, young child, boy, and he says, I hate when, they, when I say no pickles and they still put pickles in my burger. And you can see he obviously hasn't eaten for a really long time, but... I love that because I think it's a really awesome picture of honestly how complacent we, we have gotten in life. And I'm the first one to put my hand up and say that I am a culprit of this. It was just two weeks ago, I was complaining my hair curler had broken for the second time and I had to go all the way to High Point, which is so far away, to replace it again because God forbid I couldn't have, you know, straight hair for two weeks in a row. And I thought, and I've got a new one, as you can tell. But honestly, we've, and myself included, I'm so speaking to myself, we've become so complacent and not just with our possessions, but in people, with our people in life as well. And especially our generation, my generation, we can have almost whatever we want, whenever we want it. And it's so easy for us to take for granted what others have worked so hard to provide for, for us. But I love that gratitude protects us from complacency because as we voice our thankfulness for even the smallest of things, we begin to see beauty everywhere and realise just how much blessing God's actually poured out into our lives. And I love whenever you ask a person who's done a mission trip or been to a third world country, they all say the same thing. And I've said this myself, but you see people and you're like, they've just got nothing. They've got, they live in just poverty it's so extreme but they're so happy how are they so happy and it's because they've learned to be thankful with the very little that they have they've they've got it all figured out and I hope this has brought some encouragement to us this morning I think the amazing thing about practicing gratitude and like anything that we um, do in life you can never arrive or you never get perfect at it and it doesn't matter where you start with it you know, maybe for you, it's um, going out this week and thanking your wife for loving you and caring for you when she forgets to salt your steak again. Or maybe it's thanking God for the miracle of your children when they're swinging off the trolleys in the cold car park, Coles car park. I've seen it happen. Or maybe it's simply just waking up each morning, thanking God that you have breath in your lungs. 
I love what it says in Psalm 106, um, verse 1. It says, Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. And I want to encourage us. We all have something to be thankful for. So the band's going to join me, but I'd just love to take a moment um, just to, to pray together and really just ask God to highlight something, just one thing that we can be thankful for as we go this week and really that He'd continually guide us in this area. So why don't we pray together? God, I just thank you so much, Lord, that you have created us, God, to live an abundant and uh, prosperous life, God, full of enjoyment, full of blessing, Lord. And I pray, God, that you would open our eyes this week, Lord, to just one thing, Father, that we can be thankful for, God. Maybe maybe we feel like we're the most ungrateful person on the planet, God, or maybe we feel like we've got it all figured out, God. I just pray that no matter where we are on this spectrum, Lord, you would speak to us and show us, Lord, the amazing life that you've created for us, God. And I even pray, Lord, that you would... Um, just help us to be more thankful of the people around us and appreciative, God. And I thank you that once we do this, God, you're going to open up our lives on a whole other level and show us just how amazing and how blessed we really are. And everyone said together, Amen. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Life. If you have any questions or want to contact someone about this message, visit lifeau.org.